0: All right, cool. I mean, let's just uh, this uh, spaces is recorded, so uh, we can definitely circulate this after. Um, sure. For everybody looking to get info. Sure. Uh, dude, let's just get started, man. Like, um, yeah, happy to. So, tell us a little bit about um, Merge to Gobi, um, what you guys are building.
1: Sure. So, you know, we
0: started building out our
1: core product, which is a Dex, in June. It's called Marco Polo. Um, it is live. We are shipping an update. It's been audited. And how we view Gobi Labs, kind of, is to build you know, um, consumer facing web three products that focus on revenue. And I think for me personally, the keyword there is revenue, right? You have a lot of projects in our space that is launching that promises revenue or, you know, other forms of it, but it's really hard to actually deliver because you need product market fit. So for us, we took the route of actually shipping a dex. you know, shipping our merch line. We have a sports book coming out in December. So this was kind of the right time for us to launch a PFP collection and to kind of onboard the community together with us.
0: I see, I see, and you made a mention to to creating revenue drivers and it's definitely something that I noticed when reading through your white paper. Yeah. Like, uh, in, your, in your opinion, like right now, why is it really important for projects to, to focus on this?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the honest answer is I, I don't think a lot of project founders or people in our space actually understand how revenue works right like if you open up a coffee shop getting people to come buy a coffee shop and buy coffee is not as easy as most people think right like revenue is something incredibly fun in theory and practice it's very complicated you know because you actually have to convince people to spend money so i think with us the way we've approached this was we put in a ton of our own money we put in six months of our own time we wanted to get to a point where we, we did have real revenue i mean Ormus has done over 50k of sales already the dex has done about 15k in fees already with very little marketing, you know, we really did try to just get product to to the market and launch, and, and then launch PFP on top of that.
0: I see, I see. And, and so you you had mentioned Ormos and, and Marco Polo, and you guys have a DEX. Like, how are these all related to Merchants Agobi, and how will they benefit from each other in the ecosystem?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think if you view it top down, you know, the core product that we have is the DEX, right? So it's a decentralized exchange. It's similar to like Uniswap or Orca you know, and, and one of the things we need to do with that is to obviously bring in volume. And the reason why we've launched uh, peripheral products like the Ormas or the Sportsbook that's coming out is so that we don't actually have to rely on retail to drive Dex volume, right? Dex volume is great during a bull run and a bear run that we are in right now. It's hard to rely on retail to provide the liquidity as well as the swaps, you know, so we wanted to build out additional stuff that kind of supplemented that. So for example, with the book, you know, when someone bets in crack, We take the crack and we swap it through our crack USDC pool so we don't have to rely on individual swappers for that trading moment.
0: I see. I see. And and so it seems like uh, and I know you guys have done some merch offerings. for like Marketow Dow and and DJ Apes, But, you you know, you're discussing uh, a sports book. It's called the Coliseum. Yes. Uh, So it seems like the merch part is kind of just the start for you guys. Like uh, what can we expect from uh, the Coliseum as well as some other product offerings that you guys have?
1: Yeah, um, I like I said, I think top down how we view this is, you know, we know what we're very good at. We're very good at going from zero to one. So from product design to UI/UX to actually doing the infrastructure and the coding on Solana, you know, so whether like with the sportsbook on the Coliseum side, we took a minority share. You know, the sportsbook is fully integrated into the Dex. It'll utilize our token, but we're not the principal owners of it. So that allows us to kind of scale our our operations as we grow and to work with different partners to bring on skill sets where we excel better than most people. Um, but, you know, with this PFP collection kind of launching where we are at right now, this felt like the right timing because it's, you know, we've shipped
0: enough stuff now where we want to grow this with the community. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and I guess that leads me to my next question. Why, why now? Why on Solana?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been on Seoul since day one, right? Like I, I personally have been on Seoul since about last March. So, <laughs> We roll it all the way up to 250, and we roll it all the way down to 25. It's been a lot of fun. I'm sure you have as well. Um, I think for us, the PFP collection, you know, PFPs are are such a a unique uh, tool in the broader scope of things. We really view this collection as like onboarding users. You know, it's much more about user acquisition. It's much more about having users who are willing to buy into what we do, take the time to learn, and also reap the rewards for it rather than just you know a regular pump and dump or one of those hype driven ones. You know, I think this is reflected in our pre-sale. We really open up our pre-sales to individual people who do want to take the time. It's not gated for exclusive community so much as some of the other ones that came before us. And for us it's just we've timed this. Yeah, the market right now is a little unfortunate, but we do think it's gonna pick up quite a bit in November. There's a lot of big mints coming up obviously. Um, and we're excited to kind of build this with the community, right? Like, shit is launched. Now we want to grow it with people.
0: For sure, yeah. And I love your uh, your pr- kind of your principles uh, and oh, your guiding light you. here uh, for within your ethos. Yeah. Like, um, what has been, like, one of the biggest, like, and that just goes, like, shipping product and having uh, something fully functional, like, yeah. showing, showing, improving. You know, I think that's, like, super important. Uh, what has been your uh, approach overall for community building? I know you guys have uh, mm. been doing some stuff, so.
1: Yeah, I think community building, to be 100% frank with you, is probably one of the areas where we can do a lot uh, better on. You know, I think with our market, the attention span is obviously very short. You know, this is also why we really lean heavily into this revenue model that we've created. Unlike a lot of projects that promise revenue sharing of some sort, we actually have that revenue to begin with upfront. Um, in terms of attracting community, this is another reason why we've done our pre sale this way. You know, when you're giving Monkey Dow or Enigma 200 pre-sale slots, those people aren't really coming into your community, right? They're kind of just looking to flip and make a profit. So we really did want to go from the ground up, you know, with Gobi Labs, our focus is on onboarding new users into Web3. Um, and we want to do that from a grassroots level as much as we can. For sure.
0: For sure. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Appreciate the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's such an important, like, uh, important part of any any NFT project, any... any uh, any business in general really finding that that supportive community for sure uh, do, can you explain a little bit about um Gobi coin and how that's going to kind of be utilized in your ecosystem
1: yeah so you know coins are obviously a tricky piece of conversation across all spectrums but for us the way we view it would be the main currency within our ecosystem so um on the sportsbook, for example, when you bet in Gobi as opposed to USDC, you get a bit of a cashback in case you lose it. On the Ormis side, for example, is if you pay in Gobi instead of Sol, you get a 10% discount. So we kind of view the token as an incentive structure rather than to like force it down your throat, right? So for example, with Dust Labs, like you could only mint the tubes in Dust. You know, a lot of the raffles were only in Dust. We took a different approach here, where we believe we designed the tokenomics strong enough where we didn't need this immediate buy pressure and it was more incentive driven right like if you want to buy merch you can buy merch at 10 percent off you just gotta pay in our token here's where you get it
0: gotcha gotcha yeah and you said um and i was reading through the white paper around the pre-sale and yeah. the initial buy like there's going to be locked staking until january 1st can you just inform us on like kind of what like what led you to that um approach yeah so we've actually changed that we've updated the white paper last okay. week just from the feedback from the pre-sale
1: so, we got rid of the lockup period and we pushed our mint back probably early December. The reason why we did this is because, you know, I mean, pre sale in this current meta is a little touch and go, obviously, but mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that the people who did buy pre sale really understood what they were getting and would be rewarded for it, right? So, our rev share system incorporates like a voucher system. So, essentially, if you have your NFT staked for a calendar month, we airdrop you a voucher NFT and then you use that to redeem part of the rev share. For different products, so for example, if there are ten thousand merchants stake this month, there will be ten thousand vouchers out in the wild, right? So for every product that we have, so the NFTs, Ormus, the sports book, the decks, there's going to be a pile of money there up for redemption every month, and how people redeem will essentially be a, a game theory optimization type of situation. Um, we're looking really
0: forward to that; it'll be fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a good time. Uh you guys like uh also noted and this is kind of like a new meta situation sure. here in the space like you guys noted that you're deploying amms with elixir like yeah. uh and from other groups what kind of influenced your decision there
1: yeah i mean we know the elixir guys really well we're going to the elixir party in a bit here um they just seem like really good guys i think the amm meta is interesting it makes a lot more sense on eth than it does on soul in my yep. opinion um But obviously, it's made its way over. You have Swap, which has done a great job. You have the Elixir guys as well. You know, I think with like large collection mints now, like 10Ks, obviously, most people are going to ask you, why do you need to do such a large collection? For us, it's genuinely about onboarding new users for the sportsbook or for the merch or for the decks and having them get a cut of that, right? So we wanted to make our collection large, but we're also fairly confident in our ability to deliver. So. You know we put aside 10 percent of our collection to be put into these uh amms with our own money right because we have to provide liquidity as well just to kind of say hey as we grow the full value of this is going to grow um and we're happy to put our money where our mouth
0: is for sure yeah i love that confidence um yeah, appreciate it like uh w- like with regards to and and you had mentioned you know having the intention of, of doing a lot of onboarding and stuff like that. Yeah. What has been the biggest obstacle that you guys have had to overcome regarding onboarding? And then a follow up to that would be like if that is if there if it is a different obstacle, what has been like the biggest obstacle for like your business thus far?
1: Yeah, uh, I think those are really valid questions. To start with the second one. I think, you know, what's been really challenging for businesses is just kind of navigate this environment in real time. You know, I think that's something that you understand as well, you know, you guys have been around for a while. Just shit changes so fast in our space that it's really hard to kind of make plans thirty to ninety days ahead of today. Uh like even with our mint, you know, we're minting thirty days. Thirty days is a long time in our space. So it's just it's really hard to actually be able to kind of project forwards to make concrete plans. And obviously, you know, in a bear market like this, a lot of people are down bad. There's a lot of negative, you know, yeah. um feelings in our space, let's call them. So just kind of navigating that has been really challenging. Um, but we're, we're working through it, you know, in terms of onboarding new users. It's a really interesting question. I've talked to a lot of people about this a lot. If you take a step back and look at Solana NFT space, you can kind of assume that there's been X amount of people who've kind of stuck around, right? But the only way for our space to grow is if new people come in. You know, and I think everyone does realize that. Um, how you make them come in, I think it's going to be an interesting part. And I think it's going to be a key catalyst for
0: the next bull run. For sure, yeah. That's the big um, that's the big nut that everyone's trying to crack here. How can yeah, we absolutely. bring in this, this external folks, you know?
1: Yeah, so we can dump our
0: bags. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. Yeah. Uh, so like, if I'm just like a regular, say like I'm just a, a di- another project here in the Solana ecosystem, how will I be able to leverage your offerings to provide value to my community?
1: Sure, there's a lot of ways we can do this, obviously with the merch stuff. So with the Ormus, you know, we produce stuff out of China. We spent about four months sourcing the stuff. It's really actually really interesting being at Breakpoint, seeing a lot of other merch, being able to compare it to our own stuff and feel fairly confident about our solutions. Um, you know, we took a long time sourcing that stuff. So our our goal is to allow projects to really kind of connect with the community more through the Ormus. You know, we are fully customizable. If you have a token, we'd love to talk to you about the decks. Uh, unlike a lot of other projects with our decks. We have a swap to earn and a swap to share program. So whenever, whenever someone swaps your token, for example, your project gets a cut of the swap. And then the person who does the swapping gets entered into a raffle system. You know, it's kind of like a jackpot uh, situation there. We've done a lot of changes to the decks. We brought on the Ormos and with the sportsbook, you know, whoever does have liquidity on the decks uh, will be able to have your token in the sportsbook as well
0: gotcha gotcha yeah sounds like a uh, very interesting suite of products that you're offering here Lots of thank utility. you yeah uh, uh so and i think the, and i won't like keep you i know you get you said you're in breakpoint you got some parties yeah still. no worries i have like one kind of one follow question and then we can see if anybody else got any questions like uh what can we expect over the next 90 days from you guys and then what yeah. can we expect over the next year
1: yeah so i think over the next 90 days the way we've designed our rev share system is it's monthly based on the calendar month right so on january 1st if you have your merchant stake from december 1st to the 31st you're going to be airdropped a voucher and you use that voucher to redeem part of your rev share so we've gone ahead and guaranteed at least 30 grand us in rev share for the first month it is only available to the people who buy pre-sale so it'll be a maximum of about a thousand five hundred people who redeem You know, like we really did want to put our money where our mouth is with this RevShare system. You know, you've been in the space as long as I have, so you understand this. A lot of people have promised this. A lot of people have teased this, right? But being able to execute it is really different. So, you know, for us being able to, going through this pre-sale, we wanted to, once again, put our money where our mouth is and to kind of say, hey, we have this 30 grand set aside. No matter what happens with the pre-sale or the mint, we're gonna make sure that the people who did believe in us are gonna get rewarded for
0: it. For sure. Yeah, I like that, man. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, that that was a lot, that was most of the questions I had now uh, in looking at <laughs> your your white paper. I know we've we've talked a couple times here and I definitely yeah. like the uh, the merch offerings and, and some of the products you guys are building. So
1: Yeah, um, with sh- the merch stuff, it's it's interesting cuz obviously we didn't do a lot of the merch ad breakpoints, so it's just it's it's very interesting for me to be able to touch and feel other merch, touch and feel our own merch, you know. So we'll let the end user decide that.
0: <laughs> for sure for sure and may, may yeah. the best uh, may the best offerings win out absolutely
1: yeah. it's competition at the end of the day
0: for sure uh, so yeah thanks uh, Steven man I appreciate you taking the time um, I don't know if anybody else has any questions they want to ask feel free just raise your hand or uh, shoot us a DM or something.
1: yeah absolutely thank you for having me so our pre-sales are live all you gotta do is hop in our discord get a traveler role and you should be able to get your pre-sale on Uh we're gonna keep it open for the month of November for the most part and we're going to see how things go obviously we all hope the market picks up a little bit uh, which i'm sure it will do and we're probably going to look to mint this around december all right looking forward to it man yeah Thanks so much for your time today dude
0: for sure yeah and have a great time at uh at breakpoint <laughs> we will it's, yeah. it's a blast here it's nice meeting a lot of these people yeah for sure And try to stay hydrated too man not too much port. absolutely <laughs> um all right thanks cool we'll, i'll wrap it up here and then um This is recorded again, so we're going to be able to share it around and we'll definitely spread the word here uh, within the visionary community and feel free to share elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for the time.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Peace.
1: Cheers. Bye-bye.